If you were travelling somewhere new or unfamiliar, would you just hop in your car and drive, hoping that you'd just eventually arrive in the right destination? Probably not, right? So why do so many of us embark on our business journeys without planning our route? And how can you break your business journey down into manageable stages? That's exactly what I'll be talking about in this episode of Architecture Business Club, a weekly podcast for solo and small firm architecture practice owners just like you who want to build a profitable, future-proof architecture business that fits around their life. I'm the host, John Clayton. If you want to get notified when I release a new episode and get access to free resources and exclusive offers, then go to mrjohnclayton.co.uk forward slash ABC and sign up to my free weekly email newsletter. Now let's talk about how you can break down your business journey into manageable stages with quarterly planning. Hello everybody and thank you for joining me in today's episode of Architecture Business Club. So today I wanted to talk about planning, specifically quarterly planning for your business. I think the first question to ask is why plan your year at all? Someone once said, a goal without a plan is just a wish. That's very true. If you have a goal that you're serious about achieving in your business, you you need to have a plan. I think the best way that I can describe this is for you to imagine your business journey is like a car journey. If you just hop in your car and drive without setting a destination, you could end up anywhere. And without mapping out the best route to take, you're likely to take a few wrong turns along the way and take much longer to get to where you really want to be. So if you set your destination and have planned out the best route to get there, your business journey can be as easy as following your sat-nav. Now, okay, I know there might be some bumps in the road or a flat tyre perhaps, but at least you're still going to be heading in the right direction. So decide upon your destination. So that's your big business goal for the next year. Don't worry, you can you can tweak your destination later if you need to. But just set something, pick something, some kind of goal for, th- for this year. To begin, you just need to figure out if you're heading north, south, east or west based on your current best thinking. So why take this a step further and plan your year in quarters? Let's imagine you're planning a long journey. Let's say you are going to go on a road trip across Europe, which if you are, I'm very jealous. I'd love to do a road trip across Europe. (laughs) It's a long while since my backpacking days, but that's a, a story for another day. If you're planning a big road trip across Europe, it's much easier to plan a long journey like that in stages. That way you can focus on one stage at a time rather than the entire journey. And if circumstances change, it's easier to make a course correction for one stage of that journey than to replan the whole trip. So think of each quarter of the year as a stage or leg in your overall journey for this year to get to that destination, that that big goal that you've set for yourself and your business this year. 90 days, it's, it's a more manageable chunk of time to plan ahead. You're likely to know what you've got going on over the next three months, but probably don't know everything that's in store for your whole year but it's also long enough to see some real results in your business from the efforts that you've made over the past 90 days and if you've got a little lost don't worry at your quarterly checkpoint you get to relook at your map 
and do a quick course correction so you're back on the right road again without having spent an entire year driving in the wrong direction. So what should you include in your quarterly plan? I think that your quarterly plan, it it doesn't necessarily need to be the same as the next person's because we're all different and the direction that you want to go in with your business and, and your plans for you and your business are going to be different to the next person. But here's a few things that you could use as part of your quarterly plan. I think something that's good to include is some reflection on the previous quarter. So think about what went well during the last quarter. What could have been better? And perhaps what stood in your way and what could you do during the next quarter to make things easier for you, to ensure that things go better for the next quarter than the last. I think continual improvement is is a great thing to try and achieve. I think setting a main quarterly goal is a great idea. So think about what the next quarter is all about. What are you going to be doing in your business? What's the thing that you're going to be focusing on selling? What events are you going to be attending? What um, What's going to be the thing that you're going to be promoting? And I would encourage you to, rather than writing a list of dozens of dozens of things, just, just pick one thing. Just pick one main goal for this quarter that helps you make a step further towards your main goal for the year. So have that in mind when you decide on what your quarterly goal is, but just pick one thing. Let's not overcomplicate things. We'll try and keep things simple. The next thing that you might wish to do is to think of the top three things that you need to do during the next quarter to achieve that main quarterly goal. So essentially, this is your kind of high-level to-do list. So if you're going to achieve that thing in the next three months, what are the main three things that you need to do to achieve that quarterly goal? I think also, given that we're you know you're in business or you're running a business here, it's not just a hobby, presumably. We should have some financial measures that we have each quarter. So perhaps you might wish to measure your revenue, um, your revenue or turnover. That might be one of the the first financial metrics that you record. So I would suggest that you review your revenue for the last quarter. Think about what your target is for the next quarter, and think about what the difference is. So if you turned over £10,000 in the previous quarter, what is the target for next quarter? So if it was £12,000 for the next quarter, you've got an extra £2,000 to make up. So how does that equate to how many more products or services that you need to sell? How many new clients would you need based on that difference? So have that in mind. There's also, I think, some other things that if you want to go into a bit more detail, I mean, I think those are probably, if you wanted to just keep things simple, those are probably the main things that you may wish to include in your quarterly plan. There are some other optional things that you may wish to also measure depending on how detailed you want to get. So you may wish to make a note of the number of leads or the number of sales conversations that you've had actual numbers from the last quarter versus your target for the next quarter so that could be the number of incoming leads as or you could measure the number of sales conversations whether they were over the phone video calls in the dms pick what is the the metric that makes most sense to you and record the actual figure for the previous quarter and a target for the next 
The other thing that you could do is look at conversion rates. You could look at what was the conversion rate from those sales calls and conversations. If you spoke to 10 people and you sold five of your your flagship product or service, 50% conversion rate, look at that. Can we optimize and improve that for the next quarter? That might be another thing that you wish to, to measure. Another thing is average spend. So you might want to look at, okay, for those customers that I had, how much revenue did I make from each customer? Again, you could measure that from the previous quarter and look to how you could improve that for the next quarter. Likewise, the number of sales or the number of new customers that you had, that might be another thing to measure or perhaps even your profit margin. So those are a few key things that you might wish to include. Another couple of things that you may wish to include as part of your quarterly plan. I would think about your authority in what you do and also your visibility, you may also wish to measure this because I think that's important to be thinking about how you can build your authority in what you do. So think about what you're going to be doing to build your authority or to be more visible during the next quarter. This could be online or in person. It could be how many podcast episodes did you publish? How many YouTube videos did you publish? How many blogs did you write and publish? How many project case studies did you create? Did you do any speaking gigs? If so, how many did you do? Did you run any workshops or webinars for your ideal clients? Did you attend any in-person or online networking events or workshops? You you can go quite granular with this, particularly with metrics for social media and online, um, your online presence. You can even measure things like the number of posts and reels or stories that you published. Again, measuring the actual numbers from the previous quarter and setting targets for the next quarter. But as I say, these things are optional. Don't feel that you have to record a gazillion different metrics each quarter. If you only recorded two or three main things like, you know, setting a quarterly goal setting the top three things to do, maybe just setting, you know, recording and measuring your revenue or turnover and just reflecting on how things have gone. That might be enough for you. Remember, don't forget to subscribe to my free weekly email newsletter. You can do that at mrjohnclayton.co.uk forward slash ABC. And if you're enjoying this episode, then please visit podchaser.com, search for Architecture Business Club and leave a five-star review. Now back to the show. Another thing that you may wish to consider and include in your plan is to actually think about actually how this ties in with your your marketing and promotion. It can be difficult to promote the same thing in the same way all year round. So think about how you could create different peak points uh, for each quarter of the year to promote what you do, whatever your thing is that you're you're trying to sell, how could you promote that in a different way for each quarter? So for an example for that might be maybe in quarter one, you run a five-day design challenge. Maybe quarter two, you run an in-person design workshop in your local town. Maybe quarter three, you run and promote a free online training for your ideal clients. Quarter four, you could run a competition or giveaway Ultimately, all of those different things could lead into exactly the same product, service or package that you offer year round. But what it does is it allows you to promote it each quarter in a different way. So for your audience, um, the people you're trying to attract, it doesn't get stale or boring. And each quarter it's done in a new and fresh way. 
And then you can just rinse and repeat that each year. The other thing is, if you've got several different products or services that you offer your clients, or maybe there's different stages to what you, uh, the service that you offer, you could spend each quarter promoting one of those different services. So quarter one could be all about your initial consultation service that you offer your clients. Quarter two could be all about your amazing architectural design services that you offer. Maybe quarter three is all about promoting planning, your planning services, planning drawings, planning um, agent services that you offer. And maybe quarter four is all about your full service package where you offer the inception to completion package. Maybe you work through all of the RIBA, RIBA job stages. Maybe that's the quarter that you decide to promote that service. Ultimately, it's all up to you to decide what are the most important things that you should measure each quarter based on you and your own business. And again, it's better to keep it simple and measure just a few key metrics than make it into this big time-consuming exercise that you're unlikely to keep doing. So how can you stick to your quarterly plan? There's a few simple things that you can do. I think if you make the plan visible so that you see it each day, you're more likely to stick to it. So rather than writing it down somewhere on a piece of paper or in a notebook and hiding it away in a drawer, print it out and stick it on your wall. If you've got a notice board, stick it on your notice board, maybe on your computer desktop, you might want to have it on there. Another thing that you can do is to find somebody else to keep you accountable so that, you know, you're sticking to your plan. So this could be an accountability buddy, it could be a friend, it could be a family member, partner or spouse, it could be um, another business buddy that you have in your same industry that is also on a similar journey to you. The other thing you could do is you can state those goals publicly. You could put a post out on social media or if you have an email list, you could send it out in one of your email newsletters and say, hey, you know, this quarter's all going to be all about this and I'm going to be launching this new thing. I'm going to be doing A, B, C, D and E and I want to share that with you, tell you about it. Even just stating it publicly, people buy into that. People are interested in what you're doing in your business and then it makes you feel like, well, hey, I've said I'm going to do this thing now. I don't want to be the kind of Larry Letdown that says they're going to do something and then doesn't do it. So actually, that can really help with accountability. A couple of other things you can do is to create some jeopardy. What's at stake? If you don't achieve your goal, what is at stake? Is there something you're going to lose? You can even make a bet with yourself. You could even say to somebody, hey, look, here's some money. You know, set uh, an amount of money that, is not a crazy amount, but enough that you wouldn't want to lose. Maybe it's, I don't know, 50 quid. It might be 100 pounds. Give it to somebody and say, hey, hang on to this. And if I hit my goal, give me that money back. It's like a little reward that you have at the end of the quarter. And if I don't hit my goal, you keep it. You treat yourself. Go and have a nice day out. Buy something nice for yourself or your family. It sounds a bit of a silly idea, but these things do work. And just tying in with that, this idea of reward, reward yourself when you hit your goals. Like actually think about what is like a an exciting reward that you could have if you set yourself a big goal for the next quarter. And if you set yourself a reward that you're going to have, it could be that you're going to buy something that you've you've been wanting to get for a little while it could be that you're going to um, treat yourself to a day out maybe it's a spa day or maybe it's um, a weekend away somewhere with your family whatever it is 
set something and make sure that you do really celebrate that win when you get to the end of the quarter and reward yourself if you've hit that goal there should be some reward and celebration so what should you do next quarter we'll review the previous quarter's plan celebrate and share those wins do that reflection look at how did you do in the previous quarter thinking about what went well what could have been better what might have stood in the way and what adjustments could you make to make the next quarter more successful update those key metrics so those things that you've decided are important for you to measure each quarter whether that's two or three key things or whether it's a big long list of things that you want to measure consider if you need to make a course correction so again if anything needs tweaking for the next quarter have a think about that and make those adjustments and then rinse and repeat each quarter until you get to the end of the year and you've achieved your big annual goal and you've arrived in the correct destination and you've not gone off road and ended up somewhere completely different. I hope that's been helpful. If you'd like more content along these lines, please let me know. Drop me a message. LinkedIn's usually the best place, but um, feel free to reach out. My contact details are in the show notes. And um, yeah, just continue to let me know what type of content that you would like on the show. All right, until next time, thanks again for listening. Next time, I'll be talking to Anna Lundberg about breaking free from the nine to five. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Architecture Business Club. If you liked this episode, think other people might enjoy it, or just want to show your support, then please visit podchaser.com, search for Architecture Business Club, and leave a glowing five-star review. It would mean so much to me and makes it easier for new listeners to discover the show. If you just want to connect with me, you can do that on most social media platforms. Just search for at Mr. John Clayton. The best place to connect with me online, though, is on LinkedIn. You can find a link to my profile in the show notes. Remember, Running your architecture business doesn't have to be hard and you don't need to do it alone. This is Architecture Business Club.